a seat to the bar and join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tansen, Jess, and Maggie bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 10.6, Darn Me Unto Heck, where we are covering the novel Death Masks. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us to do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at www.patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 7 Dresden and the Knights meet back at St. Mary's of the Angels Cathedral, where he gets to know a bit about the newest Knight Sonya. Michael asks Harry not to get involved and warns him he's in great danger with the Fallen and the Order of the Blackened Denarius. So Harry and Michael arrive at St. Mary's of the Angels Cathedral. Hmm. Father Forthill greets them. Big old gothic church. He's all dressed in black and and it mopes a lot. Are you talking about Fort Hill or the church? (laughs) It's a gothic church, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just so happens that priests also dress all in black and mobilize. (laughs) Listens to a lot of Sisters of Mercy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so briefly we get to see, we only, well, we only saw him briefly before. We get to see him again briefly. Um, But yeah, Fort Hill lets him in. And... He asked, so obviously he kind of knew they were going. So I don't know if it's just that. Because Harry says, how'd you find me? And Michael's just like, oh, good advice. And Harry's like, well, that could mean anything from they were driving past and saw my car to like a choir of heavenly angels, you know, told them, right? So were they over? like Or a burning bush. Or a burning bush. Did Fort Hill send them? Are they staying at Fort? Like, you know, how, how does he sort of know what's going on? Because he obviously knows they went out because they come back and he's like, success? And Michael's like, yeah, sort of. So you're like, were you guys just like hanging out here earlier? Is this where like Shiro and Sonya are like staying? Or like, but whatever. Um, so he gives him the coin that's all wrapped up in the, not magic hanky, the um, holy wow. hanky. It's a blessed hanky. It's like Swiss cheese holes in it. That's what I think of the holy hanky. <laughs> the blessed that's, hanky. That's not very effective. Like, you just blow your nose and it just goes straight out. Yeah. It's not good for holding coins either. That's why so many of them keep ending up back. <laughs> sure, just like, we, we've maybe solved we, the problem. Maybe here. we just need to rethink these holy hankies. 
Well, yes, sir. <laughs> I intended it to be the, you know, holy kind of hanky, not the full of holes kind. It's like a really bad Monty oh. Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> right? Like, they cut that one. <laughs> it's like you really should have been more, more. Uh, you really should have been more clear in your report, there, Deacon. <laughs> <laughs> this, this people, this is why spelling matters. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so he gives him the coin to put away. Lock it up in the cask or whatever. Um, they figure they'll go splint Sonya's broken arm, and he's like all very stoic about it. Like, I don't, I can't remember if Shiro just like helps him up in the alley or if he actually kind of like sets it or no, he puts his coat back on or something like that without making any sounds, you know, with his like broken arm. And it's all very stoic and Russian. <laughs> he like helps Dresden up, even though he's the one with the broken arm. Yeah, presumably not the same arm. I did imagine he used his other arm for that. <laughs> Sonia's so cool. Sonia's just that top where he's like here. Plenty of big I'm not I'm not using it now. <laughs> you may be seven foot tall American giants, but I am Russian. <laughs> we we have um we had a guest on Michael. And, like, first time he read the books, he, like, obsessed with Sonya immediately. I, like, woke up to a ton of... T- love Sonya. Oh, my God. Love Sonya. Oh, my God. My first tattoo is going to be a Sonya quote. <laughs> like, well, at least just a quote, not Sonya. Well, yeah, no. But, yeah. And then so you have like, to tell me, like, oh, sorry, he never comes back. Yeah, he dies in this book. Sorry. So oh, well. Sad. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> like, throwing all the books out right then. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this Abandoned shit. it then. <laughs> shit like that always makes me think of the... Frick, was it Tim Hortons? I think, I don't remember for sure. But Whoa, now people are going to know what country we're in. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, oh no. Better avoid talking about places like Banff. <laughs> but, uh, it was something like that, but this guy's, like, down there, and he was like, the woman's just like, oh, you're from Canada? And he's like, yeah, and she's like, oh, do you know George? And he's like, oh, yeah, Office George, yeah. He died. <laughs> and I just, like, I always think of that now. <laughs> it was, like, it was a few years back, and I'll have to look it up and confirm if it was actually Tim Hortons, but it's basically, yeah, like, this guy's visit, like, in an American office or something. That whole typical, like, oh, you're from Canada? Do you know so-and-so? Like, we all know. I don't know Jimmy or Sally or Steve, but I'm sure they're nice people. Yeah. Do you Most know? Canadian ad. You, <laughs> but it's, like, the people do do that, but what's funny is that I had one friend from Arizona that went to go to Thailand to teach. Oh, and then I had God. another friend from here who also <laughs> went to Thailand to teach. And they met each other. And they were like, do you know Tanzan? <laughs> oh she my goes, God, I ac- actually, I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> Okay, yes. So it happens. <laughs> it does. But those are the exceptions to the rule. But now what would have been really funny if one of them said to the other one, yeah, she died. <laughs> 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 Don't worry. Yeah. When Tanzan dies, when mom dies, I will announce it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be really loud and scratchy, and it'll be able to hear her over the distortion. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be too busy laughing. So, guys. <laughs> oh my god, no, she's okay. No, this is like the worst. I mean it. But <laughs> Okay, so you know all those times I like threatened to kill my mom? Okay, don't actually call the cops. It wasn't really me this time. <laughs> Turns out I don't have to follow through anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if I was going to start killing off parents, I'd choose one that was going to leave me an inheritance, first of all. <laughs> so you are going to let Daddy Duke adopt you? <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's will either way. Is <laughs> that like useless. more in the will if there's like a legal claim to it? <laughs> hmm. Who does this recording studio equipment go to? <laughs> if both of you are dead, me obviously. I'm using it. <laughs> I have to come and announce we'll, how you died. We'll send it to. We'll send it to the whole that, uh, pod. Just becomes just you talking about yourself instead of the actual Dresden files. <laughs> oh, I'll bring up Dresden every now and again, but you know. But this is how it relates to me. When it really. Yeah. <laughs> so this one time, I went to like a pottery thing, and all I made was a plate full of Dresden clothes, and then this other time I went like yeah so far true stories so far relatable to the podcast (laughs) the discord said they wouldn't mind if I just spoke about myself so you two better watch it okay I think that was just for the height it's not like in perpetuum though (laughs) in perpetuity there's only one way to find out (laughs) they're just like what the fuck is she gonna say next dear god I say you leave all the recording equipment to that that um fancy smut author Rain gem and she can have it all. Leave <laughs> <laughs> my sister out of this. <laughs> but then just doesn't get it. Um, so yeah, so apparently Sonia helps Justin up with his broken arm and then they drive all the way to Father Forthill and he decides to set up for him. Um, but yeah, he doesn't really give him the most complimentary greeting either he's like hey father he's like you look like my day so far i'm like well considering we know what your day is how bad does the father of world look (laughs) and especially because like he describes him in that moment as just wearing like black shirt black pants like a man in his late 50s like that's not particularly (laughs) old and normally he's described like he's like fry or tuck or something like that and like just walking around in like a fucking like robe bag all the time (laughs) <laughs> now I will never not be able to imagine him without like the Friar Tuck ha- ha- hair. I've and... always just imagined Friar Tuck thus far. This is the first time I've an image of just a regular guy. <laughs> oh no, I don't go so far. I honestly kind of imagine him somewhat like um, a priest I actually used to know, <laughs> the one that married me. I'm not like, but yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you hate Friar Tuck. <laughs> or, I mean, you hate Friar Fort Hill. No, I like Father Fort Hill. There's nothing wrong with the priest. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> it's okay. He's dead now, too. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, yeah, I did. Well, I, I sort of... She killed everyone who attended the wedding. <laughs> you should have stopped this. Sad. Remember, there's only one person from that wedding I need to kill, and sadly, he's still alive. So it really wouldn't have been much point in offing everyone else. I'm gonna have to. I was at that wedding. To edit this out, aren't I? <laughs> Get rid of the evidence. Right. Um, but no, I don't. I, I. So every time he describes him and mentions that he's kind of like balding with the fringe, I think of the sort of fryer tuck fringe. But after that, I sort of forget about it again, and I don't specifically picture him that way every time. But yeah, I can't mm-hmm. do entirely father tuck because he's not that portly, and fryer tuck to me has to have the big brown monk's robe, but he's not a monk. So. Yeah, that's what I've always imagined up till now. Mm, you're wrong. <laughs> so, like, anyways, Michael I- goes to call his wife, and Sin- Shiro goes to go make sandwiches, and then we just get Sonya and Harry here together. And, and oh my god, it's like it's the, the best. best conversation I know. in the entire world. I know. I'm like, I don't know if Sonya's still trying to be all, because he's like, I'll go help with the food. And Shiro's like, sit the fuck down. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Just stop. Just, Just stop. You know, he's like, I may be older, but you have a fucking broken arm. Like, I'll, I'll make sandwiches, okay? So, uh, yes, we all know you're tough. Just stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know if you're aware of who Kevin Bridges is. Mm. 
But there's like a really funny like quote from him or whatever like that where he's like on a British panel show or whatever like that and he's trying to oh, say yeah, he's like life. so I'm in Bulgaria and the Bulgarian is like trying to speak English to me and I'm a Welshman trying to speak English to him. <laughs> I always think of just this moment between like Harry and Sonya where it's just like, so I'm in the supernatural world trying to say I'm not good with the supernatural. And the other guy's like, I'm in the supernatural world trying to say I don't believe in the supernatural. Like, <laughs> right. It's two idiots. Um, yeah. Sonya asks about Dresden and assumes he's a Wiccan. And Dresden corrects him. W- Wicca is a religion. It's a, it's a little more fluid than most, but it's still a religion. And and I'm not really big on religion. I do magic, sure, but it's like being a mechanic or an engineer. There are forces that behave a certain way. If you know what you're doing, you can get them to work for you. And you don't really need a god or goddess or whatever to get involved. So we get a good but overview of what his, his belief system is, kind of. Yeah, how he views it as that, yeah, it's not mystical in a theological type of way. It's just as mystical as, you know, an engineer is to people who don't understand physics. <laughs> but it's like, but if you do understand it. But yeah, it's well it's it's just the whole the whole way this starts is just very cute, right? Cause he's like, um um cause yeah, he's like you're he's like, oh you 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 use the forces of magic. And Dresden's like, oh, what are you away? <laughs> and he's like, okay, so like, how long have you been a Wiccan? He's like, what? And he's like, a witch. He's like, I'm not a witch. He's like, I'm a wizard. And he's like, what's the difference? Wizard has a Z. <laughs> you know, it's just like right there that often that you're like, and just how stone oh, face Sonya is just like, bitch. <laughs> right? Like, you just know this is going to be like, oh, this is a good conversation. <laughs> like, you know? And, and Harry's like, oh, no one appreciates me. <laughs> then you get that whole line from Dresden where he's all like, I wouldn't burden any decent system of faith by participating in it, which is excellent right which is also <laughs> very cute like yeah again right so he's like oh yeah and then he's like and then but this is where it gets so brilliant. insane <laughs> it gets insane it's like yeah i get it yeah me too it's <laughs> like wait what <laughs> i have been an atheist since childhood <laughs> <laughs> wait what <laughs> you know you're a knight of the cross right yeah so <laughs> <laughs> and then i like how like He's very, like, apprehensive to be like, okay, I guess some people could say I'm agnostic then. It's like, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> some people? <laughs> uh, right? Well, even yeah. then, he's like, so you're, you go around and, like, risk your life to save people because, and he's like, because it needs to be done. It's just the right thing to do, you know? It's like, some people have to sacrifice for, keep the community safe. And he's like, so... You became a knight of the cross because you were a communist? <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> Certainly not. Trotsky. Very different. <laughs> so different. That is not what I was saying at all. <laughs> so it's like, well, if you can, like, throw the distinction out between, like, a witch and a wizard is not the same. And I'm like, like communism is oh not God. that. I read this that part and I was like, I actually had, went and did, I, I, I took a polycycle. Entered a poli sci class yeah. in university. It's and okay, I, just for half a I like, time, couldn't you remember it at polygraph, all. Polygraph, polygraph, yes. <laughs> I took a lie introduction <laughs> test. I failed. Are <laughs> 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 you communist? No. Do you really know Office George? <laughs> Does it matter? He's but dead. I, but I did have to look it up. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. <laughs> Basically, it means it's for the good of, the, like, Trotsky is the, th- the theory of permanent revolution, where you have to overthrow 
feudal feudalism. No. And, and and with with the with the and help the peasants. Right? Yep. That doesn't sound Russian, that sounds French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all about the Russian working class, which is totally like Which is when yeah, you go over where you, say, you like, know, I mean like you say for you, the help of your brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which like you say when you look at it from a very modest rectum or whatever, it does sound a lot like what he's talking about, like, wait, because you're a commune? Like that was supposed to be the whole thing, was like everything for the good of the people, you know? Like nobody's better than the others, let's just all have and but yeah, it's just so funny. He's like, huh, no. It's, it's more on the overthrowing part, though. It's much more like, overthrow the government. Right. Suck. <laughs> right. And as soon as we establish that we're a government that overthrew, you'll have to overthrow us in order to... <laughs> and so on and so, so forth. I like how it goes back and forth, though, where Harry literally being like, you literally cannot be agnostic. You're fucking boss. Like, an archangel gave you the sword. Your boss is God. How can you be? And he's, like, holding back giggles this whole time. And I like how, like, it finally just gets to the point where it's just like... Sonya's like, well, like, I don't technically know that I just fought a monster or got a sword from an archangel. For all we know, this is all just a hallucination. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> the character trying to bring it in, he's like, okay, so, like, but your sword. And he's like, yeah, you know, like, acknowledges that there's something more. And he's like, well, where did you get it? And he's like, Michael. So, like, I don't remember running off to Russia. And he's like, and again, even Sonya's like, not that Michael. He, like, points up, right? And he's like, that Michael. Right? And Dresden's like, so you have... A sword wrought from a nail of the cross. Oh, you believe you in the sky? From an archangel. <laughs> but, you know, and yeah, he's like, maybe best you could say, like, agnostic, right? And it's just, it's fucking hilarious. And he's like, yeah, so then he's like, what do you mean you don't believe in, and I love too how he, like, explains it. And I'm like, it's just a, such a nice way to do it. Because I'm like, obviously, you gotta throw it in there for anybody that doesn't know the difference between atheist and agnostic and whatever and I just oh, I was like yeah 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 I know what it means but it's like great it's like a good way it's like you get the explanation without having to be like you know what I mean? mm-hmm. he's like I wasn't questioning what it was he's like I'm just still can't understand that you think you are but Sonya is like and then he's just like, well, like maybe, he yeah. prefer that he's maybe mad yeah he's just like, say he believes in God he's <laughs> like maybe I'm just crazy yeah it's like <laughs> no it's just a hallucination he's like maybe he's it's like fucking stubborn yeah he's like um something supernatural like just broke your fucking arm and you're still like I don't know maybe is there any proof you listen know? as a Catholic I can understand why a lot of those stories make you think that it might just be easier to say you're mad <laughs> but <laughs> Just you. You were like barely even raised Catholic. Like, how can you even? I know. That's why. That's why I'm able to see that it's batshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm far enough removed to see that the stories don't make sense. Gotcha. That's why it's called the face. Um, <laughs> are they allegories? But yeah. But this is this is Sonia's same thing too, right? And he's like, well, you just said yourself. It doesn't have to be. You know, you don't need a god or a goddess or any sort of, you know, religious, theological. And Harry's like, yeah, I'm not saying I don't believe. He's like, I'm just nonpartisan. <laughs> he's Non-participation. Like, yeah, he's like, I totally, he's like, I believe that God is here and there's an archangel and that. You know, he's like, I just don't think I need that too. And yeah, there's this and there's, like you say, witch's whole world of various, you know, mythologies and theologies and whatever. Right? So he's like, I do again kind of like appreciate that. Like Harry's like, well, I didn't say there wasn't. Like I didn't say I don't belong to a religion because I don't believe in one. He's like, I just don't choose to side specifically with one. Like I just don't follow any. He's like, but I still think like there's friggin' religions out there. Like and he's like, right. eh, semantics. <laughs> whatever. And it was just yeah. Because Shiro comes with food, and then Son- yeah. Sonya takes some and 
walks away. And- oh, I was gonna say Dresden finally gives up on that. Like he's trying right. to hold it through this whole conversation. We finally, like, he's like, maybe I'm just crazy. And then Dresden just like fucking like, okay. And then he just like bursts out laughing. He's like, okay, whatever, I'm done. <laughs> but but so so Dresden starts talking to Shiro about it and is like, I don't get why he would be recruited as a Knight of the Cross. Which which Shiro's answer is just fabulous. Like. Man sees faces, sees skin, flags, membership lists, files. Mm-hmm. He took another large bite and ate it and said, God sees hearts. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So it doesn't yep. really matter what, what Sonia actually believes in. He's just, his, and I his really heart like is that in the right too, place. Because that means that I, I can continue to not go to church and stuff. God can still be like, it's fine, bro, you're good. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> Except for that whole matricide thing. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but until I do it, he still has to let me in. <laughs> And you know why? Because I had you baptized. Only reason. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, you also aren't going around like saving people's lives. That probably counterbalances a lot of like snarky bad attitude. When you, you know, I'm like you're just snarky bad attitude without going around saving people's lives. So you know. Oh shoot! I knew there was something on that to do list. Yeah, yeah. That's why you know. But yeah, it's cute here too, right? Because he's like, exactly, he's like, oh, God sees, you know, exactly what's inside of a person, right? And uh, and Harry's like, eh, if you say so. And then he's like, uh, so then she's like, oh, so you're looking for the shroud? And he's like, oh, that's confidential. If you say so. <laughs> Can dish it out? Like, <laughs> right? It's like every fucking time, Harry. You're like... So yeah, so then he wants to know why, and he's like, you know, he's like, well, I'm not saying that I am, but if I was, it would be because someone hired me. He's like, oh, it's your job. He's like, yeah, you do it for the money. He's like, yeah. He's like, huh. He's like, do you love money then, Mr. Dresden? Uh, I used to think I loved it. Now I realize that it's just dependency. <laughs> right there with you. Such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's so funny because that's the thing that everybody always, you know, they're like, oh, love of money is the root of all evil. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure the actual quote is, or money is not the root of all evil. It's the love of money is the root of all evil. So it's like, yes, we, you know, that's how we, for time immemorial, we have, you know, based a lot of our commerce on some form of monetary exchange or currency or whatever, right? And it's like, not that you can't, like, yet you need money to live, but it's like when you start putting that above all else, that's where you get into, you know, exactly where you get the crazy psycho billionaires of the world that don't give a shit about what happens to anything else. It's all about, you know, the money and the power and stuff like that, right? So it's just cute, you know, it's like, oh, so you love money, you know? And he's like, no, I don't really love it. He's like, I just, you know, I've come to realize it's just dependency. <laughs> and I'm like, right? Right? I'm like, I don't actually love money all that much, but man, it has its uses. So eventually Michael comes back in and they get on track again about what's actually going on. And Harry finally gets his answers. And like, it essentially comes down to the fact that like, you know, the fallen have this group of, um, badasses especially fallen especially fallen guys that are (laughs) running around essentially trying to undo all of the church's work essentially just like they're are these like the country club fallen (laughs) we're just a little bit higher than the rest of you like we have like our own little membership thing going on in a circle you guys are the community college fallen and we're like the private school fallen yeah if you don't have (laughs) a little pin i'm sorry um and essentially michael's like listen like Love me if I'm a good friend to you. Done a lot of shit for you. Pay me back this one time. Go the fuck away. Don't be involved. Go away. Which is obviously, you know, number one bait to Harry to tell someone to get fucked. <laughs> Love you, Michael. You're going to no. tell me what to do? I don't think so. No. Dislike that. Yeah, it does not want to comply with that request whatsoever. No. 
Well, that's the thing, because he's like, again, it's the, as soon as you tell me no, then I'm going to be that much more interested. But, again, they sort of dance around it, too, and he's like, because he's like, oh, you don't want my help? And Michael's like, well, I want your safety. You know, he's like, you're in great danger. And he's like, he's like, dude, I know how to handle myself. Um, and he's like, like, tonight, like, he almost died. And yeah, here's where he's like, yeah, whatever, so fine. If you guys hadn't been there, sure, I would have been dead, but whatever, that's He's also a little bit of like, I'm gonna die one day, right? Yeah, exactly, right? He's like, that's gonna be the thing, you know? So he's like, um, and then here's, yeah, I guess where they get more into the whole, like, he didn't come to kill you, he came to recruit you kind of a thing. And, uh, and then you get this absolute amazing moment when Harry's like, but if they did make me that offer, I could definitely beat Ortega. And I love how just, like, how fast he's like, well, okay, they're not going to get me, but they could tend, well, okay, wait a second now. And I love that just, like, instant shift where Michael's like, dude, right? <laughs> that's what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, like, instantly proves it, how, how tempting it is, and he hasn't even been given the offer yet. Exactly. As he's denying that they could tempt him, he is wandering down a fantasy world of what he could do with that power, right? And, and it is very, t- and that's the thing is that Michael is like, mm-hmm, I know right? you, man. I know you. Yeah. And he's like, I know you're a good man. I trust you with my life. Like we've done, you know, but this is it. Like you don't, you know, like yeah. again, he's like, they're not just here to kill you. They're, well, whatever. I've been tempted before. If you like, think those wolf belts are bad, this is Well, exactly. Right? And we, we saw the addiction there. Yeah. Even just that one instant where Harry's like, oh, I can see how you can get used to this kind of a thing, right? Even before like, that, you know, the three-eyed drug replicating the site, right? Like that in and of itself had become addicting to the... Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but that wasn't Harry's temptation or anything no, like that. No, but it's still, he, still, Harry has his own third eye outside of the drug, right? Well, yes. Seeing good things all the time. Yes, but that's the thing is I think Harry, having been trained in that, at least he understands. He knows sort of more both sides. Whereas again, the Joe Blows that have no idea, or vampire spit. You don't know. Like I want well, to yeah, that. the vampire mm-hmm. spit would be. So we, we see him struggle with temptation. And Michael is one yeah. of the people who viewed his soul. Still wants to be his friend. Still yes, loves because him. Still has a good spot. Michael with Harry. insisted upon it on when their first, first meeting, right. right? So but that doesn't, you know, whatever Michael saw. It wasn't enough to condemn Harry and say, like, oh, this guy is bad news. But it was enough to make Harry, or Michael, wary of Harry for unknown reasons. Well, he, he know, yeah, he's like, again, like, Sonya or whatever here, you know, like, yeah, I know you're basically a good man. Like, you, I mean, obviously Sonya's, like, not pious or religious or, you know, but it's like, okay, there's something to you that you're willing to fight the good fight. And yeah, Michael's like, I can see that. But again, he's fully aware of that there could be that dark path that Harry could take or whatever, too, you know, that... And, uh, yeah, I I just, he has a point. And I think we're all like that a lot, right? We all are like, oh, I can handle temptation. Like, you know, and I'm like, sure. Like you say, if somebody suddenly walked up to my door with like a trunk full of like guns and drugs and were like, hey, I'd probably be like, "Mm, no, right? But it's like those smaller things that, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure. That's big. That's obvious. This is like, Ooh, that would be, you know, like, I would totally get caught in five seconds. Like, no, you don't remember that. Oh, you know the nice I mean? thing about the Nanarians is that they've got the time to just slowly, slowly, slowly. But this is the thing, right? It's that, Long game, like yeah. you mm-hmm. say, it's that nobody most of the time walks up to you with a giant trunk of, like, guns and drugs and stuff like that. It's that one time you try this or this one time you do that or that one time you're and you're like... You know, your friend is like, oh, whatever. It's like a $2 lipstick. It's like, they don't matter. It doesn't matter. Stuff gets broke, you know, and you you know what I mean? And again, it starts with all those little teeny tiny, like, oh, you forgot to pay for this. Or, oh, a shoplift there. Or I just won't tell my mom I'm going away for the weekend and she'll never know. And, you know, and whatever. And before you know it, it's... <laughs> Disappear for four days and not tell anybody. <laughs> right? 
Does it count as disappearing when nobody noticed? <laughs> no, but you lied about it when I, I'd be like, where are you? And you were like, I'm just in my room, leave me alone. You, if you, I can I'm lie about camera. being in my bedroom when I'm not there, that's on you. <laughs> Has anyone who has ever looked at the cranky teenager know? <laughs> just just saying, you seem to put a lot of blame on me. <laughs> I had a good weekend. <laughs> but, you know, you get away with it once, then you try and get away with something else, right? So that's the thing. It's like, yeah, all of us sort of forget about those small things that build up to big things and... But yes, yeah, so while he's saying, like, whatever, okay, you know, and it's like, it's not going to smack you in the face, it's not going to be obvious, you know, and yeah, he's sitting there thinking about exactly all this shit that he could suddenly deal with right now, you know, it's like, well, gee, if I could be a big, scary-ass bear, <laughs> fuck Ortega, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I do like how at the end of the chapter, Harry's like listing off everything right and it's like there's the missing shroud there's the dead corpse there's the vampire warlord now the knights are mad at me and they've got their whole fallen angel bullshit and then there's me in the corner all by myself right now because everyone's mad at me for helping everybody else <laughs> oh and also and i'm about to get dumped pear tree. yeah yeah and right. i'm gonna get dumped right. we also yeah. find out that like that um Father Vincent, Vincent's a little bit duplicitous. Just a tiny bit. Tiny All bit. right, yeah, yeah tack that on. Because mm-hmm. Father Forthill was like, no, no, do not go to him. It goes to him anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because he's like, well, why did Father Vincent come hire me then? And he's like, well, he told we him not We explicitly to. said don't hire the supernatural cop who's really good at being a private investigator. <laughs> and then he called you immediately. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> why right? give him the information at all? Right, like... I don't right. think Vincent is the kind of man to go looking in the phone book for wizard. Like, well, um, yeah, I'm like again. It, it, I know, he, reputa- he I know reputation precedes Harry, but to Rome. Yeah, well, exactly, mm. right. But that's well, that's what it is, and we know that's where because back when um, he's like, I want to talk to you. Like when they're walking to the car before they get shot at, he like flips out his little notebook or whatever, and he's like, Oh, uh, Father Forthill at St. Mary said I should talk to you or whatever, right? right? So, yeah, obviously, he didn't stumble across him in the phone book or whatever. It's like, again, as we sort of touched a little bit on that, I'm like, they're, you know, the actual Catholic Church does or did at one point, you know, I guess, depending who you are within the church, believe in demons and exorcisms and that kind of a thing, right? So, yeah, it makes a certain amount of sense that you're in this part of the world, go talk to your contact, you know, again, right? Like, oh, I'm in Chicago. Let me go kit up some churches and find out, you know, who has their finger on the pulse of the supernatural world or whatever, right? So Fort Hill's like, yeah, we got a guy, but you really shouldn't be dragging him into it at this point. And he still goes ahead and drags him into it, you know? And even Michael tries playing a little bit of the... the I don't know, it's trying to guilt... It's, it's so hard to say, because with Michael, I would say he never tries to guilt anybody into anything, but I mean, even Michael's like, I'm not perfect, but he's like, um, you're my friend, you saved my life, he's like, I've named a child for you, you know, and it was like, Jessica was like, how long are you going to throw that in his face or whatever, and I was like, that was like a lifelong thing, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, why would you name a child? And then it's like, okay, you saved my life that one time, so then I named my child after you, and now I can bring that up forever, forever. for the rest of my life, that, like, okay, yeah, sure, you... you you saved my life. We do that back and forth all the time. But I have a child. Like, that's, like, got to be, like, ten you. times. Come on, it. man. Like, every time Harry tries to do something now, and Michael's just like, kid. <laughs> Harry Jr. Harry Jr. <laughs> and Harry's like, fuck! <laughs> Literally, like, 
Do you want to get McDonald's or A&W? A&W. Well, you know, I'm I really craving a Big Mac. I did name my kid after you. Do you, really okay, need a, do you really need a paper crown? My son wants McDonald's fries. You're going to tell him no? <laughs> right. He's like, Burger King, I miss you. Yeah, I, oh, that's what it's Burger King, not A&W. Yes, Burger King with the paper yeah. crown. Yeah. 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 I don't so, know my restaurants very well. Apparently you don't. <laughs> Goddamn celiac. This <laughs> ruined your entire life. So, yeah, so so then basically, yeah, Michael says, he's like, I'll be scared to protect you from you. He's like, okay, well, what if I don't? And then Harry's like, the, I love you dearly, but I will sit on you and make you stay if that's the only way for keeping you. <laughs> like, I will protect you from yourself if you won't protect yourself. Dramatic walkout. And, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I turned and left without saying goodbye. All right, bitch. You don't really expect Michael to, like, say anything like that like kind of like whoa he means business and like, this is the thing right? he just pulled out like the, the but big to be threat. fair to be fair like what's michael supposed to do if harry does fall in line with the fallen right like again sorry, Michael, it's, it's my job to stop the fallen that's like literally like number one the priority. number one priority yeah every now and again god has me go deal with a vampire or something but i'm actually here specifically for the religion side of things the religion side of things is the fallen. Like, right. There was like God and these angels, and then there was like these fallen angels. So. Three knights and 30 denarians. That's our fucking... Yeah, we get like a 10 to 1 ratio on right? any given, like, you know. I spend a lot of time at vampire masquerade balls, man. Can you just do me this one thing? Right. Don't make my life harder than it is. Don't be one of my enemies. Well, and not only that, but just again, like, like the safety for safety, you know, is that he is, his, safe, you know, right? exactly, you know, and he's like, I don't want you getting in over your head. I don't want this to be more than you can deal it's with. It's tempting and, to any mortal man, and they're specifically trying to tempt you right now. Yeah, and even that aside, again, I'm like, even if you can be like, oh, I won't get tempted, it's like, then they will kill you, and I don't want you to just die either. So like, either way, there's there's no win in this situation. You and know, to that Michael's point, you know, just like, please, you like, gotta wonder, like, what what did the Denarians know? What why do they want harry right like what is it they just heard they started a vampire war and they're like that's cool he sounds like one of us or yeah they go deeper than that well and that's the thing like you say his reputation is spreading in that so i mean we've gotten little hints little drips and dribbles all the way along when somebody's like oh harry like oh well you know what he was meant to be and it's like wait what <laughs> no what was i what oh uh, we can't right so there's all these other players out there whether it's like chauncey the demon or like the fairies or like other wizards you know where obviously other people have if they don't know they at least have a lot of you know opinions or whatever mm -hmm. that harry was met so again yeah what did the denarians know that these you know what i mean what did they know about this because the denarians are rooting for harry outside of the shroud right like even though it's connected to them this is a whole separate thing right so how how are they dragging harry into this right and why yeah, exactly, right? Like, and so, yeah, they're like, what other, what prophetic whatevers, yeah. you know, do they know about Harry that make him just that much more enticing other than the fact you know. of just being, like, a powerful wizard who has sort of uh, cut corners a couple of times and therefore might be willing to mm -hmm. cross a few more lines. Mm. And, yeah, he's going to get dumped by his girlfriend. I have a question <sighs> about that line because he's like, um, about to get dumped by his would-be girlfriend for John Q. Does anyone understand the John Q reference? I tried to look that up to see if I could find something, and I'm like, the best I could find is, like, there's a movie that's called John Q, 
Oh, and I, it's where, where John Quincy Archibald takes a hospital emergency or, or an emergency room hostage when his insurance won't cover his son's heart transplant mm. is the best that I could find. But I was like, that sounds not really well. I, that John, related. John Q is like the same thing as John Doe. Joe Blow. It's, like, it's just like like John Doe, John Q. Yeah, it's just it, like the same thing. Like I think okay, it's more placeholder that way. Yeah. Yeah. Before okay. Yeah, like Susie Q and Mary Jane and all that. Yeah, it's basically, I think it's just like, like Joe Blow Humdry, you know, some boring schmuck that, right. you know, John Smith. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was a little more specific. So, than yeah, that. no, okay. I don't. Okay. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I was taking it just as the very is, yeah. I just not know. Just some Mr. random Nobody. schmuck. Random schmuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pedantic Avenger. Yeah. Okay. Don Key <laughs> with Nick Swan. I don't know how you pronounce it. Coyote? Don. Don Coyote is not what I'm trying to say. That's that's good. <laughs> yeah. Because that would have been very wrong. What, what, what are you trying to come up with? Is, is that pronounced Coyote? Yes. Oh. <laughs> that is what I'm trying to pronounce. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Okay, I've been hinting for the next chapter to start for a while now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> yep. That's a dumb way to pronounce Bed that word. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely bedtime. <laughs> this concludes our episode 10.6, Darn Me Unto Heck. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and mcanellys.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts and social media and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Bye.